I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. We're recording. Recording, everybody. Hello, hello. What up, what up? Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where together we'll uncover what we can learn about modern dating, love, and relationships from popular television. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And today we are talking HBO's newest controversial show, Mm -hmm. The Idol. Mm -hmm. And this is the show that is the succession plan to succession. <laughs> yeah. Yes. This is what they chose. This is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's filling a very prime spot on HBO Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is insecure spot. I think this insecure is insecure. Nine. I think uh, game, of game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Nine o'clock. This is yeah. the slot of mm-hmm. HBO. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this show has been steeped in controversy before mm-hmm. it even came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those of you who don't, we're going to obviously recap the show, but if you don't know anything about it, the little description that they give is after having a nervous breakdown that caused the cancellation of her last tour, an aspiring pop star begins a complicated relationship with a self-help guru and the head of a contemporary cult. <laughs> <laughs> the show has been referred to as torture porn. Oh, uh <laughs> There have been wild reports that have come out about the production of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The show is produced and stars The Weeknd, the singer The Weeknd, mm-hmm. and Abel. Abel. Yes. Mm-hmm. How do you say his last name? Te- Couldn't I, I or some I don't shit? know his last name, girl. I'm just calling him The Weeknd. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> and it's directed by Sam Levinson, who did Euphoria. Yep. Um, yep. Also stars Lily Rose Depp, who's Johnny Depp's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um and we'll just say we almost didn't cover this show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because of the just like the type of controversy. It's being steeped in very like anti-feminist mm-hmm. controversy and the narrative around it. And, mm-hmm. you know, we were like, ah, do we want to touch this? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But we thought how about we watch it we report back and then potentially save you all from watching it <laughs> yeah yeah if you if anyone listening has a friend who's like you got you maybe you should check out the idol it's like kind of a good watch we're here to tell you and you yeah. can play this episode for that friend for this them. is trash yeah let me tell you this show is garbage y'all 
Trash. Save yourselves. Woo! Save yourselves. Yes. Um, yep. Yeah, it's just very, aside from all the controversy, just looking purely at it as a show, like the writing, the acting, yeah, the right. whatever. Um, right. It's I, My biggest sentiment is that it's very provocative for the sake of being provocative. And I mm-hmm. think HBO mm-hmm. viewers in particular were mm-hmm. a lot smarter than this. Uh-huh. <laughs> I agree. We're fresh off of Succession, one of the smartest written shows. Like that show, sometimes I'm lost watching it because they talk so fast and the dialogue is so quick. We're fresh off of that and y'all are putting this in front of me. I can't believe they greenlit this. Yeah. I can't believe it. It's a weird one. Yeah. So, okay. So I do have, I did a little bit of digging research into what is all the controversy and everything surrounding the show. So I wanted to give a little bit of context as to like why the show is getting so much buzz. So Mm -hmm. Rolling Stone magazine did a massive expose um, Mm -hmm. on specifically the production of the show and how it's been such a mess. They spoke with 13 crew members. So like 13 credible sources. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So not sources say, but like actual people who worked on the set. Right. And got all of the tea. Um, and one of the biggest pieces of like common common narrative from people was that the show was originally set to be a feminist look at how the entertainment yep. industry takes advantage of women. Of women. Yeah. They actually shot 80% of the show and spent upwards of $75 million with their original director, which was a woman. <sighs> a director named Amy Simes. Uh She unfortunately had to leave the project because of Uh contractual obligations to another project that she was on. Uh And so they brought in Sam Levinson, who is currently HBO's like (laughs) golden child. (laughs) He's, you know, all of Euphoria fame. Everybody is loving Sam. He made HBO a lot of money. I don't know if everybody loves Sam. Yeah, I don't know about that. (laughs) He made HBO a lot of money. A lot of money. So they brought him in to take over her spot. And um, The weekend, who was already a producer on the show, they kind of like took over. And they, which is, this is unheard of, like in Hollywood. They basically rewrote and reshot practically the entire show. And turned it from what, People were saying was a women like a woman led yeah. story arc into yeah. this misogynistic quote unquote rape fantasy that went yeah. from satire to the thing that it is satir satirizing <laughs> satirizing yeah. whatever that yeah. word is I don't yeah I don't know um, wow a lot of reports about the weekend in particular he felt that the show I was moving it. too much into a female perspective. <laughs> and then tons of tea from the production just talking about how much of a mess working on the show was so many reshoots so many rewrites constantly delayed um amy simon as they said was set up to fail from the beginning and they pretty much ran out her contract where she she literally had another contract on another project she had to go to yeah they were bullshitting so much that she shot what she could shoot and then she had to leave um and then they brought in levinson who had a completely new vision for the show yeah Uh that included Uh a lot of sexual content yeah um way more nudity than was shot before. Yep. And the general sentiment on the set was that he was 
kind of taking advantage of being the HBO current golden child and just getting yeah. free reign to do whatever he wanted and knew that yep. executives would not say shit to him. And so him and or the Abel actors. made the show what they wanted. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I highly recommend reading that Rolling Stone expose yeah. or just like digging into anything. Cause it's, I've never, I've never heard of a show almost finishing shooting and then them scrapping the no. entire thing to start over. No, this is literally like exactly what this show is talking about. Like men are just allowed mm-hmm. to do whatever. The fuck. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like that yeah. is so crazy to me. Ask a woman to not go over budget by $1 million. Right. These things right. going over 75? 75 million. 75 million dollars? <laughs> yes. Go, yes. Uh, let me hold 50. Let me hold $50,000 <laughs> and I will make you a show. I will make, I will you, make you a show. Too. I will easy. make you a show. <laughs> Lay Easy. I will make you Sex Life of College Girls Part 2. Boom. In the can. Like, I, why? 50 Gs. Right. Oh my God. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. So there's, it's been a mess. So there's tons of production that have been dying to speak about it. Mm -hmm. Hence Mm -hmm. all the reports that The Weeknd and Sam Levinson and even Lily Rose Depp have been, you know, coming out trying to defend and say those things are true, whatever, whatever. But it's a lot of like corroborating stories that... Why would I ever believe them? (laughs) Yeah. Why am I believing any people? (laughs) But okay. <laughs> so so yeah, we watched the first two episodes yep. that are out, dropped on we just finished watching episode two, dropped mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I, I know I have a lot of thoughts. Mm-hmm. I'm sure mm-hmm. you do as well. <laughs> I do. Do you want to kick us off, friend? What are your initial thoughts and I'll kick what are you us hoping off, to talk it... about this episode? Oh, nothing. If you guys <laughs> don't know, Natasha is a film and television major from an Ivy League school. Okay, she's gonna come with all the references. So you just you saw just now she came with a reference from a cited source. Okay, I'm just over here mad. Okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, so um, I just can't believe in this time when eggs are six dollars, people are getting six laid dollars. off left and fucking it's bitch, <laughs> okay, six dollar eggs. <laughs> okay. White pasteurized GMO eggs are six dollars. Okay. Oh people uh-huh. get laid off left and right for good jobs that needed to be there. Diversity mm. initiatives are at the lowest of lows. Every mm. DEI chief has been fired out. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> this is the story y'all tell after succession. Yeah, poor little rich girl. This is the story is that you won't want to tell. Know. I, don't even I know. know she might be now, she might be broke. Oh, it's new. I don't even know. Get yeah. out of here. What the fuck? <laughs> They're still taking chances on her. She's rich. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just I cannot believe that they're doing this back to back. This is really a we're taking a really hard and stern look at what happens when diversity initiatives just run out. There's no more Issa Rae and Quintos with ABC. So y'all have nobody. Y'all chose Abel, who put in multiple anti-black little details into this show. Because if it's Mm. anti-feminist, you already know it's going to be out there anti-black in here. You already Mm. know. Mm. And I just don't know why they chose to do this after they chose to tell a story about like the whitest people on the planet. Which I think is, (laughs) obviously, was a fantastic time. This white lotus, Mm -hmm. right? Like the whitest people ever. Right, right. <laughs> so all about them. You all are very good at that job. Fine, but this is a bad job, and you all just put this in your prime time spot just because yeah. what? It's controversial because it's Sam Levinson. 
because of yeah. what? I care about Bar- Barbie Ferreira more than I care about Sam Levinson because she woke mm. up. Yeah, she did. Yep, she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she said, fuck Sam for life. Mm. So mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't understand the decision making because I don't want to. I don't want to think that you guys just want to keep giving these white men this primetime spot for fun. Mm-hmm. And because and- you think that this story is more important. Right, and pushing out a show that just inherently is not good. <laughs> and just putting out a show, okay. Yeah. Y'all, I was high boots when I watched the first episode. I tried to watch it with no notes. And I, voice Miss Natasha, I said, bitch, what the hell is this Lifetime movie of an HBO pilot? Yeah. I was sure. I was like, okay, he's going to murder her, bury in the backyard, and then that's the end of the, that's the, end of the show. There we go. Season one, episode one, we're done. <laughs> Wrapped up. Done with the show. Yeah. T- just terrible writing, terrible character development. I It was just awful. I would have loved, though, to see. I'll tell you what I would have loved to see. Okay. I would have loved to see this exact same story with a lead standout in a K-pop group. Oh, that'd be interesting. That's got to be coming soon. <laughs> I, I would really I would hope, hope so. so. Yeah. And I would just love to see it because I feel like those girls are going under some sort of spell and abuse by these record labels over there. Yeah, that definitely. is all some other shit. And that's why yeah. they only release four songs a year mm-hmm. <laughs> and like still sell out tours. Like world tours. Yeah. 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 I feel like that would have been way more interesting and way more current. I feel like this has been told already. This mm. Britney Spears, Pamela Anderson. We just had the Anna Nicole Smith doc. Everybody's talking mm. about the blondes and what they've mm-hmm. been through and their medication. And, mm. You know, Lindsay Lohan and all the rest of the mm. Paris Hilton. Lindsay. I can name. Yeah. Okay, so many of them. I know right. the exact. I know the story already. So you're not mm-hmm. going to surprise me. Mm. So <laughs> this is whack. Um, and then I just don't know from Sam Levinson's perspective why he loves. Desperate women in such desperate positions, even yeah. when they're not desperate. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. understand. I don't understand what the point of this telling the story is. I don't understand what the point. Why I should um, believe any of these women? Any of these women on mm. the show? Mm. And um, I don't. I don't feel bad for her. I yeah. don't. Yeah, I don't feel bad. Same. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just, I think he had a great thing going with Euphoria with mm-hmm. uh, Zendaya telling his story. I think that was a really great idea, mm-hmm. but, um, this is, has been done before. And to think that you're so egotistical that you think you're telling the story differently than anybody else is mm-hmm. foolish. <laughs> yeah. You can feel the ego. Right? For sure. Yeah, you can feel that it's like this is an egomaniac who directed this. You and mm-hmm. Abel, the two mm-hmm. of you. I was like, Abel, mm-hmm. this is what you're dreaming up when you go to bed at night? Right. <laughs> and right. you had a Super Bowl halftime show? Mm-hmm. Nigga, you crazy. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you are crazy. You need mm-hmm. to go see help mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> Woo, Lord. Woo, wee. Oh, so that's it. That's what I thought. What about you? Okay. <laughs> right there with you, friend. <laughs> so I'll start with. I think the bones of the show could be interesting. Okay. Particularly since, as you already said, we grew up in the age of Britney Spears, Paris Mm -hmm. Hilton, Lindsay Lohan. I forgot about her. She was like one of the OGs. Mm -hmm. Demi Lovato. She had that crazy documentary that come out. Lovato. 
Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston. Like we grew up, we've grown up watching these huge female pop stars who had massive public breakdowns. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And we all know at the end of these, you know, at the end of the day, these people are human. Mm-hmm. But there's only a very small subset of people in their lives who actually get insight into their lives as humans. Mm-hmm. And so for mm-hmm. a show to take us behind the curtains and tell us the perspective of this human from the human perspective, mm-hmm. I think could be interesting, particularly in the age of social media, celebrity culture, where parasocial relationships, mm-hmm. where we're all mm-hmm. so close mm-hmm. to celebrities. We feel like we know them. Mm-hmm. We don't mm-hmm. we don't know them, though. We, we really yeah. don't. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so I think the bones of the show could be interesting. Like we're kind of in the house, in the window of this pop star's life as she just caught off of a fresh, you know, mental breakdown. Her mom died, right. all that stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the bones were there, <laughs> but the it bones just are there. Goes awry. Yeah, right. It just you see how I just slipped a K-pop star in there, and I was like, this would have been interesting, right? <laughs> like. The bones are there. I agree. Yeah. The bones are there. Um, But yeah, I just think this show just doesn't do a very successful job in telling the story of this girl that they kind of tee up to be interesting. Like her her mom died of cancer. Mm -hmm. She's going through episode one, this revenge porn thing that's happening. She's Mm -hmm. got all these Mm -hmm. different handlers. She's lost. She's obviously suffering mentally. Like they give us a lot in episode one that we can take it somewhere, but it doesn't really take Mm -hmm. us anywhere. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what really angers me about the show is it is like uncomfortably sexual. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. I feel like in 2023, it's really hard to shock us now. And I Mm -hmm. think filmmakers know that because we've seen Mm -hmm. everything. We're we're Mm -hmm. living in the age of Pornhub. I could Google whatever and pull up the nastiest shit like right now. Yeah. Um, And so the show, you could tell they know that. And so they're trying yeah. to come up with absurd ways to shock mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. But it just feels very obvious and cheap and a lot of times just unnecessary. And I'm left mm-hmm. there just feeling uncomfortable. And I'm not like a prude, but I'm feeling like a prude as I'm watching the show. Because I'm like, yeah. why do I need... So many, see, I'm just like, why? Like, I know. why do and I need to be so, up in her asshole right now? Like, they're so <laughs> rapey. All the scenes very, are so rapey. Very. That's what makes it uncomfortable. I think. Yes, because it's in a very like glamorized, forced, mm-hmm. glamorized way. But you, yeah. particularly as a female viewer, I don't know how the men are feeling watching yeah. this, but as a female yeah. viewer, like, I'm feeling very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's very obvious watching the show that it was made through the male gaze mm-hmm. from a man's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, as you said, we don't really feel sorry for her, which is strange because on one hand, they kind of tee her up like she's this, you know, soft, lost, fragile girl. Mom just mm-hmm. died. We're coming from mental mm-hmm. breakdown. But then in the very next scene, like all of that sympathy and that softness just gets stomped on because then yeah. we're met with just pure vulgarity and yeah. degradation at her own doing. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. completely lacks agency. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. very uncomfortable to watch a woman with no agency in a yes. very sexualized position. Yeah. Right. Right. You know? Yep. Yep. Um, the sex scenes feel like they were made for male viewers for to men. get off. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Yep. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as I'm watching it as a woman, like, I don't find the scene sexy. I just feel mm-hmm. uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. I just feel pissed to know 
that a woman director was originally behind this project. Same. And instead, this is what the men have spat out for us to watch. Yep. Yep. I can't believe they took what she did and this yeah. is what they made. Yeah. And we'll never see what she did. We'll only continue oh. to hear it was supposed to be this story told from a, a more feminist lens with a woman mm-hmm. with agency. And mm-hmm. we are watching these like very rapey scenes, as you yeah. said, mm-hmm. <laughs> and knowing that it was men who produced and directed the show. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I don't, this show's definitely not going to teach us anything about modern dating lover no. relationships. I it mean, it shouldn't teach you shit. It shouldn't teach you shit. We're, I mean, the, the core relationship at the center is like a toxic relationship, but it, it's not yeah. teaching us anything new about, I guess, toxic love. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the lesson of this show is like, we really got to support storytellers and creatives <laughs> yeah. from marginalized groups. <laughs> yes, yeah. That also includes women. women. Because stories yeah. about women should be told by women to ensure yeah. that they are told responsibly and yeah. without ulterior motives. And this yeah. show feels like it's riddled with a male agenda behind it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> yep. Yep. So yeah, that's how we're going into the recap. Yeah. So enjoy <laughs> yourself, guys. All you who comment that we hate everything and why are you hating on this? Enjoy. Enjoy. Okay? And we don't hate everything. And here's the thing. I I I want, you know, both of us watch a lot of TV. A lot yeah. we talk a lot about reality dating, obviously, on the show, but we do watch a lot of scripted shows. So I'm very excited mm-hmm. to talk about a scripted mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Um and I I I tried definitely going into the show to be as open-minded as possible. I didn't actually mm-hmm, read mm-hmm. a lot of the controversy until after. Okay, I knew there was yeah. controversy. I didn't read the Rolling Stone stuff until after I watched the first episode. So right. I tried to go in as objective as possible because mm-hmm, I don't want to give a recap where we're barking in hatred the whole time. Same. So even mm-hmm. in this recap, I'm trying to tease out things that I liked how they did that. That was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. there also is just like a lot of mess <laughs> just yeah a lot of problematicness to the show mm-hmm. that we're also gonna talk about and i think yep. providing our commentary um i think it's important for people as you said who are maybe thinking about watching the show hopefully mm-hmm. you can take away from us like maybe don't it's not mm-hmm. worth it mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but then also to kind of just keep preaching what i feel like we've always been preaching here which is like representation yeah. and supporting yeah. storytellers um who come from what they call it, like BIPOC communities or yeah. uh, women creators. Mm-hmm. And this show is such a prime example of like why we really got to support those people because yeah. this is some bullshit. And we're just watching another white man just kind of put out his like dream show that is like so offensive. Yeah. <laughs> being a club owner who's also a cult leader. Yeah. This is very just... obviously Sam Levinson and Abel's fantasy. Right. Like, why did this story need to be told? I just, I'm so And why aren't y'all institutionalized? There's something wrong with the both of you. (laughs) There's some weird shit in this for no good reason. So, So yeah, excited to dive in. Yeah, Um, excited to talk about it. Before before we dive into the recap, um, okay, we're coming fresh off of Vanderpump Rules, which was a good oh, time. Also yeah. with some crazy people. Mm-hmm. Um, we are recapping the Randall Scandal documentary, mm-hmm. um, which is a documentary all about Lala's ex, Randall, and his nasty ass. Speaking of nasty Hollywood people, oh my God, this is literally <laughs> so aligned. Oh yeah, yeah, true. 
So that documentary is on Hulu, um, all about Randall and his like casting couch craziness that he was doing in Hollywood mm. and taking advantage of women. Um, and that recap drops on Patreon on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Vanderpump also, did you see um, Lala and Ariana are now like publicly taking like softer stances towards Raquel and like her mental health? No. Yeah. No. So Lala, even on her podcast or in an interview, we all watched her go ham on Raquel yeah. and just go ham in general. Mm-hmm. Um, she's kind of like now treading backwards and is like uh-huh. saying how when she watched it, she was kind of like disgusted with herself and like how mm. um, just harsh she was mm. and how mm-hmm. ugly she was and mm. kind of talks about just just being on reality TV, putting your life out there for the world and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but also was talking about Raquel, like how she um is like clearly unwell like watching back the reunion and the interview she's like this girl's clearly like having serious mental challenges and like needs Mm -hmm. help Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. ariana also was like quoted by page six i think um saying that she feels for raquel and Mm. um apparently she's still the mental health facility that people at first were saying was a resort and i guess Mm -hmm. it is a facility i don't know but She's been there now 68 days and counting. Whoa. And it's, uh, report says she entered a voluntary inpatient behavioral health and trauma facility and has oh, been okay, there for good. the past 68 days. Good. Um, so I think that's exactly where she needs to be. <laughs> yeah, this is very traumatic. This is very traumatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the harm she caused to herself and to others. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think when we were even watching the reunion, we are like, something is not right with this girl. Like, something I'm not going to excuse her because she made some real choice decisions with her life yeah. that right. she should answer for. But yeah. she also seems like not there. So yeah. Right. I think now the other cast members watching back reunion, they're like, oh, <laughs> like watching yeah. now as a viewer, like, oh, yeah, she, yeah, something's up with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so that's Vanderpump Mess. Uh, we're also covering the ultimatum queer love on mm-hmm. Patreon. Mm-hmm. That's a great time. It's I've a been great. It's a great time. time it really is. I've been avoiding Instagram like the plague because I know I don't want to be spoiled because everything is out already. Oh my god, they're everywhere. <laughs> they're everywhere. Oh my gosh. I've been like, if I'm on Instagram, I'm on my personal Instagram, not on the two black girls one because yeah, yeah, the feed yeah. is just like all ultimatum stuff um mm-hmm. so yeah we're covering that on patreon as well last week on patreon we dropped our girl what you watch an episode talking about succession mm-hmm. uh the little mermaid movie all kinds of good stuff um mm-hmm. so yeah if you love us if you love this episode if you want more of us mm-hmm. if you want to watch mm-hmm. us you want to listen to us ad free mm-hmm. gotta head on over to patreon you sure do yes patreon.com slash two black girls one rose become a member of the rose garden and you can also try out a patreon membership with a seven day free trial mm-hmm. um shout out to the rose garden <laughs> love you guys everyone listening whether you're part of the rose garden or not please rate mm-hmm. review and subscribe please yes it helps so so much especially these so public much. feed episodes please exactly Head on over to iTunes or was it Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Lead us a nice little rating and review. Um, find us on Instagram, TikTok, text in your story, share us with the world, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, Justine, do we have any lovely church announcements? Oh my God, we have a pretty good one. Oh, we have a pretty good one. The last ones were about the ultimatum, so I'm going to save those for that episode. So okay. shout out to y'all. I know y'all will 
get to you when we get to you. Mm-hmm. But um, this person, you know what? I'm going to give you a fake name, girl. I'm going to call you Barbie. Okay. Barbie went to Tom Sandoval's show in Warrendale, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Oh God! So that's oh the Lord! Yeah, Bumblefuck Shout America out to Warrendale. Uh, you know yeah. that's one of those places where I'm like, I know they fracking. <laughs> you know, fracking. they doing some random shit. Then I'm doing like, what is some that? They corrupt ass shit. <laughs> fracking. Oh my God! Oh man! So <laughs> she, <laughs> she it was only twenty minutes away, and it was only thirty dollars to go. And girl, like I just said, that's thirty dollars too much. In this economy, I know. In this economy, if you got thirty dollars to give to somebody, you better go ahead and give yourself a good time <laughs> and throw throw a tomato over a Tom's Sandoval. Throw a tomato, <laughs> show up on an edible, make it yes. a day, make it a day. No way. Yeah. Yep. 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 Oof. Um, and she said that there was three to 400 people there. What? Yeah. In Warrensdale, Pennsylvania, Warrendale, Warrendale, Pennsylvania. Um, she said that there were no booze, but people got kicked out if they had signs. Mm-hmm. Two people had signs. One said poo poo head. And the other <laughs> one said T Mariana. So oh, wow. that's $60 for Ariana. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God. Um, she wow. said the show was fine. It was a hundred dollars for a meet and greet, which is absolutely Y'all, y'all people are nuts. Y'all are y'all crazy. people are nuts and crazy. And whatever yeah. spell other white men have over you, stop it right now. Because <laughs> this right here, it's this crazy. shit right here, he yeah. literally identifies as a mediocre white man. And you go literally. pay hundred dollars to meet him. Literally, proudly wearing the pledge of being mediocre. Yeah. Ain't no way I'm paying that dude a yeah. cent. To hundred dollars, a hundred dollars to meet him? meet him for why? Why? What do I need to meet him for? No, girl, I don't know. I met Diabetti and Jasmine Kennedy for like $30 at a dinner. (laughs) They have talent. What's wrong with y'all? They have talent, I know. Oh, my God. And he came out. Apparently, he was an hour late. The nerve. (laughs) He really thinks he's a rock star. He dead Mm -hmm. ass. Like, I I don't know about you, but ever since the Beyonce show that we showed together, the Formation Tour. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Beyonce was about 30 to 35 minutes late. I said, this is the bar. No one else in life can be more than 30 to 35 minutes late. So I will not accept it. Nope. (laughs) Anything else? Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. Not doing it. That's so. And that bitch got Mm -mm. hundreds of dancers, 18 costume changes, lighting (laughs) and set design like out the ass. Uh And still could show Uh up damn near on time. Tom, what the fuck is your excuse? (laughs) Tom. Tom. Please. Oh my God. God, <laughs> Woo. but she said he looked like a weirdo, and um, yeah, that she was weird, and she had a great time. So, Barbie, thank <laughs> okay, you. Barbie, thank you, Barbie. Yeah, doing the work that we are definitely not going to do. Yeah, yes, yeah, <laughs> amazing. Um, is that it? That's it. Yes. Georgia. Okay. Cool. Um, let's just dive into this recap. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the show opens up and we're close zoomed in on Lily Rose Depp's face and she is in the middle of a photo shoot and her face Mm kind of morphs from like sinister to laughing Mm -hmm. to like sexual to Mm -hmm. upset and crying. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a wave. Showing some acting. Showing some acting, like a wave of emotions. Mm -hmm. Okay, girl. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the camera kind of backs up and we see that she's wearing pretty much next to nothing. Like she has mm-hmm. this robe that's kind of like draped over her. Um, and she has a hospital bracelet on. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's in a room full of people. It's a photo shoot. Um, yeah. Among those people are members of her team. Um, who are like debating what the fuck the shoot is trying to say. So there's mm-hmm. one guy who's like mid shoot, mid shoot, <laughs> mid shoot. Yeah. <laughs> so one guy's like about the. She has the hospital bracelet on. He's like, are we try, are we romanticizing mental health here? Like, mm-hmm. what are we doing? And that's um, that character is Troy Sevian, right? I believe. Yes. Troy yes. Oh, who who oh. is he? I know the name, but I don't know who this what? man is. Girl, he makes fantastic music. Wonderful music. Happy Pride. G- wonderful. Oh, he's music. queer. He made a, he's queer. He made an entire album about bottoming. And okay, Troy, he's beautiful. <laughs> Troy yeah. is a beautiful young yeah. man. Yeah, very attractive. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep, he's yep. he's more like dressed down, I guess, in this role. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're not sure who, who these people are yet. I think eventually we learn he's right. like her creative director or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But he's like, are we romanticizing mental health? Like, what are we mm-hmm. doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's this like problematic ass woman. Yeah. In a little PR. PR, whatever she uh-huh. was. <laughs> and she says this crazy line where she's like, well, mental health is sexy or menti- mental illness mental is sexy. Mental illness is sexy. Mm-hmm. And then gives this like asinine rant about how there's boys in the Midwest who would never get a chance with a girl like mm-hmm. Jocelyn unless mm-hmm. she suffers from some form of mental illness. So that's why it's sexy. Yeah. Yeah. She's got like a formula that she's following that mm. worked way back in the early 2000s when all them girls were having breakdowns and running all over the place with their ankle parts and so mm-hmm. on from jail. They, <laughs> uh, that formula worked back then. Like mm. I remember Lindsay Lohan's photo shoots. They were crazy yeah, like this. They were they crazy. Were wild. They, were, yeah. they were definitely playing up her like fallen, broken starlet kind yeah, of yeah. narrative. Yeah. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I thought that little section was like, that was just kind of crazy line to say out loud, like mental health is <sighs> sexy. And I was like, are they trying? I was like, is this show a satire? Like, what are they trying? <laughs> Which I heard, which I kind of read that they were like, this show was yeah. maybe supposed to be a satire yeah. or whatever. But I was like, that, okay noted um Mm -hmm. so yeah so jocelyn in the middle of the photo shoot starts to show her breasts Mm -hmm. and there's an intimacy coordinator on set who interrupts the photographer and is like her nudity writer like her contract Mm -hmm. basically says she can only show side boob and under Mm -hmm. boob and Uh so Uh this is for her own protection no areola (laughs) yeah (laughs) just interesting and probably something that does happen like i'm sure i'm in hollywood i'm sure He's like an intimacy coordinator, but that nigga is also a paralegal. Like he's probably, he's probably very well versed in <laughs> yeah. contract language. Yeah, and, of course. You know, knows a lot. So, yeah, and seems yeah. to have been hired by her music label. I think. Yeah, he, he said. Yes. Um, yeah. But you can tell he's kind of like a team of one. Like nobody's on his side as he tries Nobody. to like step in. Mm-hmm. is rooting for her areolas to be covered no one no everyone's like yes show the breasts show mm-hmm. them let them be free mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so he's trying to stop this and jocelyn is like you know it's my body and there's this whole like back and forth this is where i found the satire i was mm-hmm. like are y'all making sexual freedom that women have mm-hmm. now because mm-hmm. this seems very old school the story that they're telling seems mm-hmm. very very old mm-hmm. school Mm-hmm. Are you all making fun of what how much agency women have now? That's what it mm-hmm. feels like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to me. 
Yeah. And also strange, like the first time we hear Jocelyn speak, it's her like, I want to show yeah. my breasts, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. I was yes. like, what? Why? Wow. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah it's the first time wow. she speaks is to yeah. show this like quote unquote agency over her body and like fighting yeah. this intimacy coordinator who was like hired there to like protect her. Even the intimacy coordinator is a man. Yeah. 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 Why is that person a man? That person should definitely be a woman. It would have been, yeah, you think nicer. (laughs) Or I don't know. Right? It would have been just, yeah, strange choices already. Change choices by Sam Levinson already. We're like, what? What is this? So eventually her manager, this guy named Haim, um, mm-hmm. kicks the intimacy coordinator out of the chute, like locks him in a bathroom. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now outside, mind you, we're at this like crazy Hollywood mansion that we learn mm-hmm. is Jocelyn's house. house um, yeah. There's pools everywhere. There's people all over the place. Um, outside, big drama is happening because mm-hmm. a selfie mm-hmm. has leaked of Jocelyn with cum on her face. Yikes. Yikes. Her manager, um, this black woman who um, I learned was her co, is supposed to be her co-manager in the show. I think uh-huh. her name is Destiny. Uh-huh. And, Destiny, yeah. Mm-hmm, and Jocelyn's assistant slash best friend, Leah, I think mm-hmm. her name is. Are, and handler. She seems kind of like her, her like, yes. kind of like her bodyguard, low-key. Her bodyguard, like, assistant her type. Around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just making sure she don't die. Basically, yeah. <laughs> they are talking about this photo. They're trying to figure out who the fuck would leak mm-hmm. this. It's now the number mm-hmm. one trending thing on to- on Twitter. And mm-hmm. it's like the whole team now is like, without Jocelyn knowing, trying to like handle this massive thing that's happening publicly Scandal. while she's inside. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in the middle of all of this, a profile writer from Vanity Fair arrives <laughs> on set. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the publicist, her publicist also comes, this other, the problematic woman who's talking about mental health is sexy. Now mm-hmm. everyone on her team is here. Everybody knows. Everyone's trying to figure out mm-hmm. what to do. Jocelyn, they've hidden Jocelyn's phone and she's like storming around trying to find her phone. But they're yeah. trying to keep her away because they're trying to like figure out how do we handle this. Yeah, yeah. And have her finish out the job too. They don't want her like mm-hmm. distracted. Yeah, exactly because she's got dance rehearsal all kinds of shit mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so while they're talking we learn more about who this jocelyn person is so mm-hmm. she's a huge pop star her mom recently died of cancer she it sounds like she was there till the very end mm-hmm. um she recently pushed her tour and had to yeah. refund all the tickets Ooh. um she has a new single that is dropping in two weeks mm-hmm. and it's kind of like they're positioning her like she's making a comeback after mm-hmm what seems like a very public mental breakdown. They even compare yeah. her to Britney Spears. They talk about yes. the press has been brutal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which even that feels like a little elementary. Britney Spears is really not doing good. Why are y'all bringing her into this? Bringing her into this. <laughs> like she's presently still unwell. Like, she's still, people are wondering if she's alive or not. Like, yeah. are y'all for real? Like, Oh my God. Yeah. It feels ooh. too fresh. It's true. Yeah. It's a little fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, yeah, it made me think a lot about Britney, but it did make me think about mm. even, even if you think about the Kardashians, like they've had so many scandals mm. and shit over the years. Just like mm-hmm. the amount of people on their team that all have mm-hmm. an invested interest who yeah. 
star aside, they're like trying to like save their job. Her image is her. Yeah. is the business. Courtney. Uh, uh, (laughs) Exactly. Of that individual that they all get paid to do essentially. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, it's like they're all snapped into problem solving mode and now they're like, Mm -hmm. okay, let's, we have to call it revenge porn. They're trying to like put the spin Mm -hmm. on it. Everybody's trying to figure out like how to, how to attack it in the press. Yep. So Jocelyn, she's in the middle of dance rehearsal um, mm-hmm. Her main dancer is Jenny from Blackpink. Speaking of K-pop, did you know that the no, lead dancer? No, I <laughs> didn't. Yeah, yeah. What? That's Jenny from Blackpink. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! You could tell I'm not really truly a fan, but I just <laughs> love those girls from Blackpink. I really do love those girls from Blackpink. They're really? really doing it over there. Yes, nice. they are doing it. I don't know what they're saying, okay, <laughs> but they are doing amazing over there. Their music videos and shit, they do great. Great. And she's, they're great dancers. Yeah, they're great dancers. That I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, they cast Jenny from Blackpink. She's the main dancer of Jocelyn's dancers. Um, mm-hmm. honestly, when I've been, when I was Googling the idol, like a lot of press, po- all the positive press that's coming up on the show yeah. is about Jenny from Blackpink and people loving uh-huh. her in the yeah. show. Uh-huh. So if you're yep. a big fan, there you go. She's in it. Um, so yeah, so Jocelyn's in the middle of dance rehearsal and she's doing terribly because she's like clearly <laughs> knows something is going on. And I don't think this girl is a dancer. The way that they yeah. positioned her, she seems like. Like a Sabrina Claudio or um, who else can't sing? <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo. Yes, or, that's how you know. that's how Jocelyn is positioned. Like she, yeah. she's more like an image than someone with like an actual yes. voice, I guess. Right. So and even Olivia some... will write a little something. But this girl <laughs> just nothing. Girl. I mean, yeah, nothing. nothing. Like a Britney, honestly. Britney could dance her ass off, but like she, we all know she can't sing. So, And she has literally never said anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. None of these songs exactly. Nothing. Yeah. Um so yeah, so Jocelyn, she's flopping around trying to dance, she's doing terribly, but she's That's distracted awesome. because she looks up and she sees Andrew Finkelstein who's like the executive yeah. from Live Nation has now arrived right. at the house. So she yeah. knows something is going on. Yep. And the whole team is chatting and they in their chatting confirm that she recently had a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. So that's what that mm-hmm. was. And again, mm-hmm. the spin, they're like, it wasn't a mental breakdown. It was just exhaustion. Like, she was just exhausted. Again, referencing back to Lindsay. Yeah. Did Lindsay yeah. get rights with this? This is so her. <laughs> this is like, literally. her daddy was crazy. Her mama yeah. was, they called her the white Oprah because she was, like, wild. Like Yeah. this is, That's what's interesting. That's what, again, why I think the bones of the show are interesting. Because it is yeah. so reminiscent of so many young pop stars that so we feel people. very familiar with. But we've yes. never seen this side. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, have we not ever? We've no? seen, I guess, in documentaries uh, after the yeah. fact, but yeah, I, I would so. say Demi Lovato's documentary was also very, like, in it, yeah. like, very invasive. Hers and probably Brooke Shields, too, probably is like this. Oh, well. that, yeah. Pretty baby. Which, is Right. But also came out 40 years after her <laughs> controversy. <laughs> yes. So. yes. Uh, Drew Barrymore, too. She had a very similar story to this. Her parents yeah. her out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's very familiar of like a lot of pop stars that we're familiar with. Again, mm-hmm. great bones. Just mm-hmm. let's just talk mm-hmm. about the execution here. Mm-hmm. Now, um, so yeah, time for Jocelyn to dance. The whole team above is watching her, including the Vanity Fair woman. So she just like Ugh. feels the pressure. So scary. Very scary. Um, and she also knows some bullshit's happening and no one's telling yeah. her. <laughs> right. So that's right. also happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so she does her performance, she crushes it. 
the song is nuts. It's called I'm a Freak, and it's I'm just, just her saying, freak. Yeah. yeah, you know I want it bad. Like, <laughs> all right, Sam, you don't like pop music now either? Okay, you don't like pop music, you like women? Fine, all right, oh fine. Oh, God, it's a crazy <laughs> song. She's also literally wearing a string as she's dancing. Literally, this is like rehearsal? literally. This is a rehearsal. Like, yo, what? This Literally your, wearing like, the tiniest bikini. Wear? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Active wear? Like, <laughs> yeah. What? This is athleisure, I guess. Yeah. Well, uh, this is also unnecessary for me. Also unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where's the champion sweatpants? Like, what? That's oh, all I'm yeah. saying. I'm like, when Miley Cyrus is in her rehearsal, she's wearing a string? She another one. And she another one. We could have told the story. She went, she yeah. went from black to white. With she a, had a whole era. <laughs> she had a whole thing. A, nut, a person who I was also thinking of high key during this scene in particular, like seeing Jocelyn in yeah. the string and like the dance moves are like super sexual. The camera's like yeah. all asshole and shit. I was yeah. thinking a lot about Christina Aguilera. And when I she know, came she, back yeah. with her sophomore album and she was yes. like sex gone crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was that song? Um dirty dirty Mm -hmm. yeah i remember watching that as a kid like oh my god christina but like intrigued at the same time i I wanted chaps (laughs) so bad so bad i wanted to shake my ass in a ring with that uh no that was red man red man i would have taken method man though i would have taken method man God, so bad. They were so influential back then. So influential. Just those ladies up there. Mm -hmm. No internet, no nothing. No. Oh my God. But I was thinking heavy of Christina because she had Genie in a bottle, which was all cute. And then she came back with Dirty and was literally wearing a string and was like, what the fuck is this? You know who I thought of during Mm. this was Chloe Bailey. Chloe Bailey, yes, another one. I thought about her a lot because she did like a church documentary or not documentary, a church movie recently Mm -hmm. on like Peacock Plus uh, premium. And Mm -hmm. then she is doing like fuck me now, fuck me now music. Yeah. (laughs) Which I think this dichotomy is like not allowed for a lot of women. Like her Mm -hmm. album did not do very well. She Mm -hmm. released like eight singles and this album of 12 did terribly with Flop. Damn. Um, And I would have loved to see that. I would have loved to see like why that, especially from a young black woman, you know, Mm -hmm. feeling sexually in her sexy. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no. We'll watch Jocelyn. Well, that's Jocelyn. <laughs> so, so yeah, she does. She does great performance. Um, and then the team finally shows her the photo. And initially, she's like shocked, but then she's like, "Well, I feel like it could be worse, right?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it could totally yeah. be worse." Like oh trying God. to convince each other that somehow she's going to come out like some feminist hero from this revenge porn thing, and how she's going to be more famous right. than before. And them trying to again spin everything mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to save their job, save her job, mm-hmm, save her reputation, mm-hmm. which saves their job. Like mm-hmm. kind of that whole, just that whole icky side of the business. Which yeah yeah it's yeah. part of it because mm-hmm. of icky people like it's part of it because of people who release photos like yeah. this one you right. know right um, right so she can't release a song called I'm a freak mm-hmm. after this thing came out like you know right so they got to like put a whole spin and figure out how they're gonna do this <laughs> yeah so that night we see Jocelyn and Blackpink girl her name is Diane in the show. Mm-hmm. Um Jocelyn's assistant, some other friends they go clubbing and 
Um, it definitely, again, I was thinking again a lot about like that Britney Spears, Paris Hilton era when we were watching mm-hmm. them stumbling out of cars and like going oh into God. these nightclubs. And oh, shout out to Tinsley. Tinsley, Tinsley doing that Mortimer too. in New York. And mm-hmm. it really made me think of like, and we would watch them. We'd watch Britney stumbling yeah. out looking a mess. Yeah. Yeah. But we never saw her day. You know what I mean? We just right. saw her at yeah, night. Her night. For her day, it was probably very much like Jocelyn's, where Mm -hmm. she's in dance Mm -hmm. rehearsal, she's Mm -hmm. having to sit down for interviews at Vanity Fair, at the same Mm -hmm. time some crazy picture just leaked. And so what do you want to do after a day like that? You probably want to go clubbing and drink your sorrows away. Yes. Yeah. Yes, the hell you do. And pretend that your friends are like real, you know? And pretend that everything's okay and all these people love you and are real. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dark world hollywood's a dark ass place really yeah. fucking really dark is. and the stuff that was happening to britney spears when we look back at it like i remember when there was press around her being a virgin mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you remember that yeah, like yeah that would never happen now that <laughs> would just be <laughs> outrageous, outrageous for to be to reporting say, on yeah to, to report on and it wasn't that long ago like we're not no. that old right <laughs> right remember yeah. that and mm-hmm. so it was so extreme back then. And so mm-hmm. for this show to portray that it's still that level of extremism, mm. it feels a little bit unreal to me, a little mm. bit. Mm. But it does it does seem like it's wild, especially for the young pop star ladies. It seems like it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a wild place. Yeah, it's a wild place. Yeah. It For me, it doesn't feel as much unreal as it does just like, what's the point? Like, why are we sh- like... We're seeing Jocelyn stumbling out, going to the club. We understand. Okay, we get it. We get it. We get it. What are we trying to say, though? Like, we know that we watched Britney Mm. go through this. We saw Demi Lovato go through it and then talk about it with us in the documentary. Like, okay, so now we're showing it in a dramatized, scripted way. Mm -hmm. What new are we trying to say? (laughs) Right. Exactly. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm kind of like sitting on the edge of my seat the whole time. Like, all right, the the point is going to come. Like, any minute now, like, I'm going (laughs) to understand the purpose of why I'm watching this. Like, it's just not, it just doesn't come. Yeah. And she has the nerve to also seem talentless. She doesn't really seem she has a whole lot of talent <laughs> going for her. No, so, yeah. yeah, there's not really much to root for because it doesn't mm. seem like she should have this job. It seems like someone who should sing should have this job. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyways, she stumbles into the club. They're having a night. Yep. The mm-hmm. guy on the microphone from across the way spots her and is like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. is that Jocelyn? Is she in my club? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what an icon. I got to dance with you. And mm-hmm. he shuffles over and we learn this is now the weekend's character. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Tedros. He is mm-hmm. the owner of the club and he has a dis- gross rat tail ponytail. It's and looks so like <laughs> long and a, a long- whole head of relaxed conked. Mm-hmm. Hair. <laughs> it looks like a cheap Scarface, like yes. just sleazy. The definite if they if this is what they wanted to accomplish with yeah. his character, they accomplished it well. Got it. He looks so <laughs> sleazy. Yeah. There's yep. nothing, there's no appeal to him no. at all. He looks mm-hmm. creepy. He looks yeah, gross. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're dancing, they're making out. He's like mm-hmm. whispering to her, You're so dangerous. How can everyone not fall in love with you? And oh just her, ego like, playing, right? Like, yes. Playing with her ego. Right. She, her ego is quite fragile. Her mother died, and mm-hmm. she had to push her tour and give back a whole bunch of money. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. someone telling her she's still a star obviously is going to manipulate her in some mm-hmm. type of way. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, meanwhile, her assistant, Leia, is kind of watching them with her oh, good God. eye. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here, this girl goes. She is just... <laughs> She's oh in the cut. Like, as you said, yeah. trying to make sure she doesn't die. And it's just there. I to, feel like, like every night she's just like, damn, she died. What am I going to tell these people? <laughs> what am I going to tell these people? Figure it out in the morning. And then in the morning, she's like, oh, she's in the bed. Great. Okay. Yeah. Get your coffee and your cigarette, girl. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. God. What a life, yo. That's mm-hmm. a, what a job that is. Like the assistant I to know. a pop star. I remember the, the Demi Lovato documentary. Yeah. Or it was like, I think it was her assistant that found her, like, <sighs> OD'd on heroin in the Jesus bed. Like, those Christ. people are all up in their lives. They know the Ooh. most, I would say. This girl knows yeah. the most yeah. about definitely Jocelyn. And, um, yeah, so she's not even having a good time. She just got her good eye, drinking her water, no. making sure this bitch don't die. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Jocelyn and Tedros go in the back stairwell. They're getting hot and heavy. Um, they mm-hmm. sit and talk about pop music and she's mm-hmm. has this very much attitude like she hates pop music. She finds it superficial and like mm-hmm. clearly mm-hmm. doesn't believe in her music and has, you know, some confidence issues yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he calls pop music, which I thought was kind of interesting, actually. He called pop music the Trojan horse. He said, if you can get people to dance and sing along, you can say whatever the fuck you want, which I think kind of is pop music. I think that is definitely true for the weekend because I don't know <laughs> what that man is saying ever. I don't know what he writes about. I have no yeah, idea. I think I he writes think, about cocaine. And I don't prob- I don't really listen to his music. So I don't really know. Me either, girl. And yeah. his, his sets scare me. They all look like hell. It's very scary to me. Yeah. The little pictures I've seen on Instagram, his tour, I'm like, this looks scary. Like, I don't want to be yeah. in this huge stadium with, like, demon shit all over the place. Like Dude, The Illuminati. Like, uh, yeah. what the fuck is this? Bizarre. I don't want to know someone who bought a ticket. I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Um. So, anyways, Jocelyn, she heads home. Mm-hmm. And we get this unnecessary, weird Incredibly scene. unnecessary Very unnecessary. Scene. Yes. Yep. Where she is self-choking. She's choking yeah. herself while yeah. she masturbates. And at the end, she smiles. Yeah. I mean. No but, need. But I, uh, yeah. So I feel, I'm like trying to think, what what is the purpose? What's the purpose? I feel like the purpose is they're trying to show she's a little twisted sexually like she's yeah right yeah she's got some interesting like fetishes i guess yes which play into the later sex scene later on in this episode i think yeah maybe that is supposed to give us the consent that we desperately need (laughs) in the scene at the very end of the episode yeah oh god yeah so, so yeah, I guess that's the point. We're supposed to now learn this other side of Justin. She has like this weird sexual fetish. Mm-hmm. So also the dress and pretty much most of the clothes that she wears in the show um, are teeny tiny, see-through. Yeah. Even this outfit she wore to the club. It's just like every outfit that they put on Lily Rose Depp is like very objectifying, which I feel like they could have... Yeah. They could have done in a way where she's not damn near naked all the time. They could have done it in a way that's like fashionable. Or fashion. Yeah. This seemed very late. All of these clothes seem very early 2000s. Yeah. Like super, super mini dress, like super, super mm-hmm. s- short. 
Yeah. Um, see-through. See-through. Spaghetti straps. Her nipples are so hard, they make me hurt. <laughs> My nipples hurt looking at her. Watching I'm like, her nipples. God, yeah. Jesus, girl, you cold? You all right? Right. So I'm just like, who? Just the wardrobe choices also. Like, just everything is very, yeah. which I feel like they could do. They could show her body and show her Definitely. being out here and very, you know, loves her body, whatever, whatever, in a way that doesn't put her in yeah. things that look like this is a man's fantasy of a dress outfit at a club. Exactly. You know what I mean? This could be interesting. <laughs> could have. could be sexy and interesting. You mm-hmm. can be both. Mm-hmm. Sam Levinson doesn't think so. No. Sam Levinson doesn't think you have to either be interesting or be sexy. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. no In both between. of them. For- yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I got to get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social Mm. media just the over accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. Yeah. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp.com slash 2bg1r these ladies yeah so anyways the next day jocelyn sits for her interview with the uh-huh. Vanny fair profiler um mm-hmm. who is obviously trying to get her to talk about the recent revenge porn photo that's mm-hmm. out and mm-hmm. she tells her which i also thought it was interesting when you think about pop stars she says you know that photo just came out and then the focus that you must have the, mo- the focus that you must have it's like an olympian it's extraordinator extraordinary for you the next day to kind of just like snap out mm. of it and snap back into work mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. 
I kind of agree. Like when you mm-hmm. think about all the sex, sc- like just scandals after scandals with Lindsay, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. how they kind of have to just like snap out of it and go to work the next yeah. day because all these hundreds of people around them depend on them for a job. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, it is kind of fascinating. And like you really, mm-hmm. you understand why so many of them cr- eventually crumble under the pressure. Just, that's a yeah. lot of fucking pressure. It's too much. Katy too Perry much. had a scene like this in her documentary. Oh my God. It gives me chills. Right? The minute you said you it, I thought of it. Scene? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She yeah. was what going through her divorce with that dude? With Russell Brand. Russell Brand. I can't Brand. believe she did that. I can't believe she did that with that Yeah. Dude. I Married him? That. I forgot oh, that was a whole life. segment of Katy Perry's life. <laughs> yeah, she married, me too. married, not dated, married, married. Russell Brand. Need for that? No. Russell Brand, girl? But, but who anyway, at the time? wrapped up just like this. Yeah. And I think at the time he was like a massive drug addict, like, or, yeah. mm-hmm. or alcohol, yeah. alcoholic or something. Yeah, something. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, in the documentary, she's like going through it. And then we see her like put on a smile, literally put on a smile, put it on. Literally. And then headed yeah. out on stage to perform. And it was yep. like very eerie and really sad. Yes. It almost looked like she was like the Joker or something. Mm-hmm. Like it seemed like she was putting on a costume. Mm-hmm. But you're supposed to love Katy Perry because she's writing yeah. about her life. And she's mm-hmm. a great pop writer, mm-hmm. I think. She mm-hmm. has a great pen mm-hmm. um, and she has a lot of fans and mm-hmm. they're supposed to be in love with her. Like mm-hmm. that's her name up there. Katie Perry, name. you know? Yeah. yeah. Woo, scary. So you gotta, yeah. Put your shit aside and get on stage and perform, bitch. Like <laughs> that's <laughs> literally what it is. Like, uh, great. Uh, wipe off your tears, put on your tap shoes, yeah. go tap dance. Like, yep. Yep. So yeah, that is, that's rough. Um, mm-hmm. So that night, Jocelyn and Leia, her assistant, they have a little movie night and Jocelyn reveals Mm -hmm. how she really feels about the single. She hates it. Mm -hmm. She's embarrassed Mm -hmm. by it. She feels like people are going to make fun of her. Mm -hmm. She kind of like speaks out the lyrics and they just sound ridiculous as she says them out loud. And Leia's like, it's great. Like trying to like (laughs) make her believe like it's awesome. It's going to be amazing. Like, um then their conversation turns to tedros Mm -hmm. and jocelyn's like yeah i think i'm gonna invite him over and leia literally says i hate his vibe he's so rapey yeah yeah and jocelyn says i kind of like that about him again you can't be sexy and interesting you gotta choose one why tell the story one. of this character? Like, why? I don't want to see the woman who's like. No, I don't think this woman is real. No, I'm sorry. Is this woman <laughs> even real? Like, I don't think this lady is real. Her friend no. says out loud he's raping. She's like, well, that's kind of hot, though. Like, no. I don't want to watch that. And <laughs> like, not, I, I think, scammy, right? If it's giving Kevin Federline, you know, mm, that's different. Yeah. You know? Right. He was scammy. scammy. He's he's yeah. skeezy. He's slimy. Yeah. 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 But rapey though? Rapey? <laughs> like somebody wrote that pen to paper onto the script and then they yeah. got them to shoot it. <laughs> like, got it. This makes perfect sense, guys. Right. I got it. <laughs> Let's go with this line. We want this main character to be known as rapey and yeah. his love interest to be into it. Like And this person up. is a famous pop star. The mm-hmm. person who is portraying the rapey skeezy right. man with the wig mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god just Ooh. bizarre so tedros arrives to her house and mm-hmm. this is where it was giving lifetime for sure 
Oh, fully, fully giving lifetime, you guys. The music, yo. The oh music my God, that, like, the music. came with him was The so- crescendos <laughs> His entrance. <laughs> His entrance music. Oh, was like, my God. So creepy and, like, dark mm-hmm. and calculating, mm-hmm. but also kind of comical. Like, it was giving Hysterical. lifetime. I was <laughs> dying laughing. Because I was like, he about to just knife her right yeah, here. Yeah, right, right here, yo. <laughs> the rat tail was out. And, uh-huh, like, uh-huh. it's just, you don't see the appeal at all. Like, even. No. Even Leia is in the corner watching him and she's like disgusted by him, finds mm-hmm. him to be creepy and rapey, as she said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we see him doing coke in the bathroom. We see him sniffing mm-hmm. a pillow. Um, and then while he's in the bathroom, he's like in the mirror, like practicing mm-hmm. how he's going to greet her. Like, hello, angel, mm-hmm. and saying it like many different times. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's yeah a f- certified freak. Yeah. So Jocelyn comes sauntering down the stairs. Um, I'm not gonna lie, this outfit I fucking loved though. I know this was a gag. It was. <laughs> <laughs> this this little robe, this little like, bedroom damn. robe was kind of everything, right? I was like, damn, I need, I need an assless robe, bitch. right? What yeah. the fuck? What Hell the fuck? Yeah, girl. This was everything. Give me an assless robe for my birthday, girl. <laughs> It was red, it was silky, it had the black lace, it had like a very low back that was like kind of like a peekaboo so back. You wouldn't expect it was really, really cute. Love I love the peekaboo back. I did. I love this. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, they get together, they do shots, they're talking about mm-hmm. her new single. Mm-hmm. Um, and Joss again, she's like, I know everyone around me is lying to me. Like the single fucking yeah. sucks. Like I, yeah. it's not mm-hmm. good. There's no perspective of what music she enjoys, which I was really wondering Mm. what her kind of like what she wanted to say, because I'm sure it was something about grief. I would have loved maybe a Billie Mm. Eilish reference, Mm -hmm. Um, even an Olivia Rodrigo, like even though she out here not really singing at all, she's at least saying something. Mm -hmm. She's saying about heartbreak, like she's Mm -hmm. saying something. Yeah. I would have loved a reference to what music Jocelyn enjoys. Yeah. That's a really good point. And in episode two, we also don't get that. We don't really get her voice or her agency over her music at all. We just hear her saying, I don't want to do it. It sounds superficial. And they Mm -hmm. kind of like automatically set her up to be so, yeah, like visionless. So it makes sense that this guy comes in with a vision and she just jumps on the bad wagon with that. And I'm like, that to me doesn't feel realistic though, because she too should have a vision. She's an artist. Exactly. And she's proclaiming she has one. Right. But we never hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So again, yeah. I didn't think that's another way that they just took away this character's (laughs) like. Just like her own purpose for herself. Yeah, yeah, they're just, like, yeah they're taking snatch it away so much away from this the main character of the show. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to feel something for this woman, and I feel nothing. I don't feel anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We never hear her mm. say, "Yeah, you know, my mom just died. I have like deeper shit I want to be talking about." Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't get mm-hmm. any of that. Like, we just hear her saying it's superficial, and I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. so anyways Jocelyn and Tedros go down downstairs to her studio and she plays the song oh for him lose in her house this is I like know. five billion dollars in her the house s- the studio is nuts yeah, <laughs> yeah. well um, she plays the song for him and mm-hmm. she's like yeah I could tell you don't like it you hate it you yeah. hate it don't again you know? here we are 
with the male gaze. You hate mm-hmm. it, right? Mm-hmm. Don't you hate it? Woo! Yeah. And she's like, yeah, it just doesn't feel honest. This this song called I'm a Freak, she says it doesn't feel honest. Uh-huh. And he's like, so you're not a freak? Ah, uh, here he goes. So it tease in. it up. Tease yep. it up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Again, cheap, cheap, yeah. lazy writing. Yeah, <laughs> That's lazy. what that is. Lazy. Nice. Um, it doesn't feel honest. Oh, so you're not a freak. And then he starts to rub the glass down her chest and the ice mm-hmm. cube in her thighs. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he says to her, you know, you should sing it like you know how to fuck. Mm-hmm. And then she stands. And mm-hmm. he, this is the whole torture porn how it comes to yeah, play this right. very very elaborate very directed yeah. moment this takes a lot yeah. of blocking and mapping and direction yeah. to create yeah. this moment right here that was mm-hmm. obviously very important mm-hmm. to the director for whatever fucking mm-hmm. reason mm-hmm. um and he asks her like do you trust me she says no and then he wraps her dress around her face and her head and like suffocates her and mm-hmm. she's like moaning and orgasming as yeah, fully, <laughs> yeah, this is happening. But he's also yeah. not touching her. Did you notice that? Yeah, there was no touching of any genitals whatsoever. No, I think she was faking it, like how men think that they can make somebody orgasm by covering their hair. <laughs> by just covering the dog. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! I was like, I had to watch it. But I was oh like, is God. he? This is how. Oh my God! I'm literally trying to find the purpose. <laughs> like. Moment. Here we go. Like, you know? Because the first time oh I watched it, God. again with no notes, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is odd, mm-hmm. like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the second time I noticed both of his hands are showing. Both of his hands are yeah. visual. So it's not like one is yeah. under her skirt. So she's right. moaning, presumably. Yeah. Just turned on by the suffocation, and that's I it. I think so. I think so, but it was very elaborate moaning, akin to an orgasm. Akin to an orgasm. Yeah. And that just feels like a man directed, directed it. Directed like, it. Like, oh yeah, I'll rub your thigh. Same thing as the clit. No, what? <laughs> <laughs> it just Oh my god. So he says, you know, she's like gagging for air basically and he like cuts yeah. open her dress and he's like you got to uh-huh. stop caring about what other people th- think about you. You mm-hmm. got to block out the world and um when she starts breathing again, he's like now you can sing. Insane. That was the end of episode 1. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So we'll starting off with a bang here. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're saying something. Saying, not really actually. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> not, not really. It, but Never mind. <laughs> god nope. so we go into episode two and mm-hmm. um the whole team has been summoned to jocelyn's house, house. yeah because mm-hmm. apparently she's found her new sound that's what mm-hmm. she's saying mm-hmm. um and we see her upstairs she's texting someone presumably tedro saying like mm-hmm. i'm gonna play our re our i'm gonna play our remix for the that's team the first thing i thought was like you gave this nigga rights to your music <laughs> Oh my god! Just hand it over the IP. Ugh. Yep, to so, a club owner. You don't even own town or something. Right. You know. So that One too, they're like groups. They've kind of now characterized her to be dumb, also as fuck as yeah, fuck <laughs> like and dumb and also like um to me, there's like no solving this problem because she can't sing and she can't really dance. <laughs> so there's no like solving it. Like there's yeah. no like it's not like she's gonna come out with this ballad or this banger yeah. that like is gonna right. change everything. She's not going to because yeah. she doesn't have it. She so, doesn't have it. 
And it's the show. It's also confusing because like her team, we're supposed to feel kind of icky about the team too, right? Like yeah. she's uh-huh. surrounded yeah. by these kind of like, like leeches. Vultures. Yeah, yeah. Who kind of have to tell her what to do and blah, blah, blah. So we kind of are supposed to keep them at a distance in terms of mm-hmm. us, even as viewers getting close to them. But at the mm-hmm. same time, they're the only people that we trust. <laughs> also. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because they're the ones trying to keep their job. She's not. Jocelyn's going to throw away her job for this mm-hmm. club owner with a rat tail. Right. And the friend ain't worried about her. The friend ain't checking for her, really. Yeah. And so now we just have, you know, Troy Sevian and these crazy people. and these crazy people who i'm on their side at this point already yep. episode two i'm like <laughs> i don't trust jocelyn i don't trust tedros and yeah. this is going in a very predictably bad way right you know yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so anyway she comes down in another string and <laughs> the outfits are killing me yo like i'm all about if you got if you got it flaunt it if you got a cute little body you want to put mm-hmm, yes. put it on you know where do you want to yeah. wear whatever but yes. some of these outfits like literally they got this child wearing strings and she yeah. i'm i'm to believe that she dressed herself and just is out here wearing right. strings as if pop stars don't wear sweats or like a cute little sports bra or like a little yes. like it's just it's just annoying. <laughs> Wouldn't this person have their own line with fashion, pretty little thing, something? Maybe. That Wouldn't has more fabric than what she got on. Yeah. <laughs> on, like branding somewhere on yeah. something. Like, can we make this? If it, we're not going to make it fashionable, clearly we're not making it fashionable. So yeah. we're not going to make it fashionable. Can we make it realistic? Right. And it's Ooh. it's not to say that we haven't seen, like, like I said, we saw Christina Aguilera during Dirty coming we out. We see and, Lizzo like, now. Nothing. Ass out. Ass out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We saw Miley Cyrus and her little hip hop black era wearing next to nothing. Like Jesus. We've seen it. I guess we've seen it. But also this show was supposed to be taking place in 2023. Exactly. I don't see Ariana Grande out here in these floss. She never has. No. No. So it just feels like we're just putting this character in floss just to be provocative. I don't Uh really know (laughs) why else. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyways, so she comes down, she plays this new remix, mm-hmm. which starts with her making sex moans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's the same song, I'm a freak, but it's slowed down and there's a lot mm-hmm. more moaning mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is Jocelyn's new voice. This is it, guys. This is it, guys. Yes, this is her Donna Summer era. Mm-hmm. As- able put it less, less yes mm-hmm. so nikki who is the same woman um i don't know if this is her publicist who I don't is know. This? yeah i don't know if this is like a, her a and r maybe from like that's what label. i'm thinking i was trying to think yeah. like who's missing because we have the live nation guy i'm thinking this is from her from the music label i think she's the rep yeah. from the label right yeah yeah mm-hmm. um nikki the same problematic white woman so mm-hmm. she she goes in and she just tells Jocelyn exactly what she needs I to mean, hear. Somebody needed to say something. I'm just like, thank you, girl. Thank you. It's like the song is terrible. She's like, we already have a whole plan. We have what was wrong with the song we gave you. We yep. already have millions spent. We can't go back mm-hmm. on it. Like, it's a no. And mm-hmm. Jocelyn threatens to release it herself. Mm-hmm. And Nikki then shows her whole ass, exposes her. I like, mean, completely. Because this is nuts. (laughs) Somebody had to say something. She was like, Jocelyn, when your mom was sick, we told you to take Mm -hmm. time off. 
You told us mm-hmm. I got it. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. we put you on tour and a week before mm-hmm. Madison Square Garden, we get a call mm-hmm. that you're on a roof talking to the moon. <laughs> oh no. So it's a like she broke it all the way down. All the way down. All the mm-hmm. way down. Like, but you lucky that we all gathered around here for you when you wasted all this money. When she said appear grateful, I was like, thank you. <laughs> Somebody had to say something. Somebody had to say something. You sitting yeah. in your multi-million dollar mansion with your studio downstairs talking mm-hmm. about this is my new song with no depth to it. And mm-hmm. I still don't know who your favorite artist is. Right. I still don't know. Is this off of Lil' Kim? This feels very Lil' Kim first album, mm-hmm. right? She started mm-hmm. off in a sex like movie theater with a mm-hmm. nigga moaning to her. Mm-hmm. Like this that's what this feels like to me. Mm-hmm. So come with it. Come with a little bit, a little extra. Come with a little something. Yeah. Yeah, something. So Nikki's like, it's a no. It's a hard fucking no. And you need to be more grateful because we're not doing this with you. We listened to you last time and it's a no. So she shuffles off. She's mad. We Mm -hmm. see her later in her studio playing the moaning on a loop. And then she takes a glass of ice and is Mm -hmm. rubbing it between her thighs and again, choking herself and fantasizing about Tedros. She starts masturbating to her own self. This mm-hmm. is really something. I don't know any. Well, you know, I don't know anyone's masturbating habits, actually. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Maybe people do this. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, don't, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. But again, the like choking motif, the Tedros fantasizing, like. Right. That's... Even she's talking her own song when she's mm-hmm. playing it out loud for everybody in a meeting. Mm-hmm. When would that happen? You right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, she's supposed to be this like tortured soul, I guess, is what uh, Sam's oh, trying to say. I, oh, girl, okay. I'm trying to find, I'm reaching. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Tedros finally calls her back and he's like, you know, why did you play the song? You know, it's not done yet. You know, this is our this is our first song together. Yeah, here he goes now. He's like manipulation. manipulating, kind of grooming her. And like now mm-hmm. everything is our and we and all of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as he's on the phone with her, we see he's at his nightclub. There's a girl braiding his little rat tail. Mm-hmm. And there's like girls kind of all about the club. One of them is mm-hmm. counting money um, and just looks kind of slimy. Mm-hmm. And we see the black guy from the club who was dancing with her assistant, Leia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's there with mm-hmm. Tedros. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's talking on the phone with Leia. Oh, yeah. They clearly so, tag-teamed. <laughs> clearly. Exactly. Yeah. Clearly there was something like he, you know, they they sniffed out the whole thing. There's like a plot here happening. Right. Right. And yep. little Miss Innocent Leia is like on the phone with her new little boy toy. So she thinks. I don't understand how she's this innocent either. She was working for this girl this long. I know. This is how apparently is her friend. This? this is apparently like her best friend. That's what it sounded like. Her best friend from like her yeah. her life life to yeah. now turned into her assistant. And mm-hmm. but she's very much kind of like yeah, like little innocent or mm-hmm. whatnot. Anyways. So we then we get a montage of Jocelyn. She's working out. She's scrolling through Instagram, mm-hmm. seeing the like come photo of her working out with no pants on. No, no pants. I thought that was a photo shoot. I thought Why that was a photo. Fo- that literally looked like Miley Cyrus's. What's that song that she just came yeah. out with? It looks like the, the f- flowers. What she was flowers. That's yeah. what it looked like. But it's just her working out. I guess. 
We see her like very in meetings, kind of looking dazed and confused. We see her like brushing her hair like over and over and over and over and over. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And we overhear her on the phone with Tedros who's saying to her, you know, maybe you need a new team. You need to surround Mm -hmm. yourself by people who believe in you. You need to trust Mm -hmm. your vision. Mm -hmm. And her literally saying out loud, I don't know if I have a vision. Me either, girl. I'm pretty sure you don't. (laughs) You don't, yeah. yeah. Which again, why? Why doesn't, why doesn't this girl she? have a vision? Yeah. Who is this I character? Think, I don't understand. You know, who, now that I'm thinking about it even deeper, I think this is, um, I think this person actually should be somebody who's like 14. I don't Way think this should be somebody who's this old. Yeah, I think yeah. this should be like, who's that young lady who was texting Drake when she was like 12? Florence, something, not oh. Florence, something like that. <laughs> Who's that? She was in Stranger Things. Millie, Millie Bobby oh, Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Okay. Yeah, she had a. It was exposed. She had a very, very, very inappropriate relationship with Drake. What? Like weird. Yeah, like she would ask him like boy advice, and she's thirteen. Like weird, right? And weird. he was like, as "Fuck." Oh my god. Okay, Texting her back, that. and he's oh, cool. about to be forty. This yeah. Thing, old as shit. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Right. Yeah. So I feel like this person should be fourteen. The way that she's acting and seems so like dumb. <laughs> you yes. would think it's like a dumb teenager. So dumb. Yeah. 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 But she's allegedly, we don't know her age, but allegedly in her 20s, 30s, whatever. She's an adult. Yeah. yeah. This is her mm-hmm. comeback. So she's been making music for a while. Yes. That's what we're told, what we're right. to believe. Right. But has no yeah. vision, yeah. has no like wits about her. Oh. Just meets this guy and suddenly, like, just giving everything over to him. Yep. So, which also, sorry, while we're on it, like, also is like, (laughs) (laughs) there's a weird, just weird commentary on, like, grief. Like, how we're right to believe she's a grieving girl. She lost her mother. And in the midst of her grief, it's like she lost her mind and she lost any, like, common sense and, like, smarts. Uh, or Is, was it there to begin with or didn't have I it to tell begin you with? i don't know like her mother had all that under control like her mother would have stopped her from getting with this guy tedros right right you know what i'm saying like her mother held all of held that all this that, together um, self i guess like her mm-hmm. herself her agency her self-confidence everything everything vanished yeah. when her mother passed away then mm-hmm. we have something to write about now we have a song See, we don't have I'm a freak moaning around, <laughs> right? What? Choked with a robe. We got a song. Yeah, like I don't know. Weird. It kind of makes me think of Kanye a little bit. Like Kanye, yikes! His mom died, and he <laughs> went off the rails. And yeah, he went. He's no, a real study of like grief, honestly. Yeah, he you know? is. He is. Yeah. So yeah. I guess that's they're trying to say something like that here i don't really know i just i it's annoying seeing this young lady with like no no agency no smarts about her no vision for her music like to the point where i would rather be this about a child this crazy story (laughs) like like, that's horrible that i'm saying that out loud but i'm thinking in my head i'm like oh it's like billy bobby brown drink right or like a drew barrymore or somebody like like a child star almost yes this grown-ass woman whose mother was managing them and now their mother is gone and now they're doing this kind of 
crazy yeah shit. yes that yeah. makes more sense uh-huh. actually yeah right yeah <laughs> it does, yeah. yeah but it's terrible to put on tv i've never told I, mean, I can't watch that no. <laughs> no absolutely not no Ugh, wild so anyways time for her music video uh mm-hmm. for i'm a freak and jocelyn mm-hmm. is three hours behind and mm-hmm. Nikki overhears that everything is running behind because they apparently were airbrushing cuts on her inner thighs. On her thighs. So strange. What is that about? I still don't know. I don't, yeah, we, we don't really learn. Mm-hmm. So Jocelyn, she gets to dancing, but she like mm-hmm. doesn't like the set. She's like watching the playback mm-hmm. and it's like nitpicking everything. And they're doing like take after take and she's never satisfied. And she wants mm-hmm. to scrap the whole day and come back tomorrow and... Her manager Haim mm-hmm. and the and Destiny are like trying to talk her off the ledge and kind of mm-hmm. showing almost like the mothering since her mother has died, the mothering that they are now doing to her. And but this is the first indication that we have a mammy. We got a mammy in the oh, scene. Destiny. Damn, I didn't even Destiny. Know mm. Uh-huh. I did. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Abel. Yeah. Thank you for perpetuating this stereotype. She had to be plus size, she had to be dark, and now she got to be a fucking mammy to Mm. a white pop star who can't sing. (laughs) I'm so over these people! Fuck! (laughs) Oh, God! I feel like the last dark-skinned, plus-size woman acting that we're going to see who did great work on TV Mm. is Kelly from Insecure. I I feel like she's the last one. I know. Retta has a new show coming out, so hopefully Retta's going to do something because I love Retta so much. I think she's so talented. Mm. And she's never really been a mammy, I don't think. Not on that that I've seen. Not on TV, yeah. Not on TV. Um, But God! Damn. Yeah, they. I didn't even think of that, and now I think back. There was literally a moment of Jocelyn like crying in her bosom, <laughs> in her bosom, like Iyanla and Carucci. Yes. Oh, oh Lord. Jesus. So, damn, that's crazy. I didn't even think about that. Yep. Jocelyn, she's it's, a mammy. It's, yeah, and Destiny, mm-hmm. she's the one that delivers the line. Her mother died, and we have to now be mother yeah. to her. That to line her. came out of her mouth, not anybody else. She is the only one who said i love you Jocelyn yeah said, i love you i love yeah. you yeah and mm-hmm. yep dustin says it back yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh yeah 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 mm. <laughs> <laughs> i just didn't think of that now i'm just like uh-huh. disgusted I can't. there's another there's another quick little racism in here that we can point out a little oh, later God. Uh-huh. uh-huh so uh, so yeah, so just a me- it's a mess at the photo shoot. Like yeah, Jocelyn's a mess. She's crying a lot. Like she's yeah. trying to reshoot things all the time. They're like way behind schedule. It's just like a fucking mess. Um, mm-hmm. Nikki, mind you, the A and R lady, she's talking with Diane Blackpink, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and telling her she's such an amazing dancer. And like she basically has her like audition for her, like literally sing a live. song live, um, and then. <laughs> What? and then sends her in the back know. to go lay a track which to go record some lyrics that presumably nikki made up i guess i don't, I don't know it's an odd scene but basically we're seeing the setup of diane the dancer gonna become somebody yes. or something. yep maybe yep. jocelyn's replacement or something like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um now we see haim is also trying to figure out who this tedros person is is trying to dig yeah. for um, tea from Leia and mm-hmm. Destiny comes back and says she's got the tea on him. His name is mm-hmm. Tedros Tedros. Two, yep. Double Tedros squared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tedros squared. 
and he apparently owes a lot of people money and his mm-hmm. last place of residence was in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Leia calling him a person of color. She like refuses to say that he's black. And, Here we like, go. Just like a weird. I said, moment. Abel, not even your character can be black because we know he's not repping that he's a black man. That's for yeah, certain. The weekend has been very much like I'm ambiguous. Just, I'm the weekend. Know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he even like even for him to put it in the script like this, I was like, damn, you run away that bad, my it brother. Was just, yeah, it was just weird. <laughs> like it was supposed to be like comedic relief, I guess. Like. Leia's like yeah, calling him okay. a he's a man of color and he's like is he black like just is he black just say is he black just and she's like I black. mean yeah. yeah he's not Hawaiian like yeah. I think they're supposed you're supposed to laugh at that part but it just like wasn't funny and then it just makes oh. it odd like why are we making a joke why I don't know <laughs> and why are we making a joke when later this person fucks a black man to <laughs> that too <laughs> What are we doing here, people? What are we doing, guys? What are we doing? Did anybody watch this back or did we put it out and just never watch it again? Like, what are we doing? I don't know. Oh, Oh, boy. So, so yeah. Jocelyn finally gets her shit together. They finally Mm -hmm. get a good take. And the entire Mm -hmm. time they were filming, the camera was out of focus. And so they ask her to do it again. Does this happen? I, I don't understand why they didn't call cut. They let her do the right. whole number, and then they yeah. said, "Oh, the fo- the camera was out of focus." So that was is, odd. I don't know. Maybe this is a nod then that they're all just looking out for their own jobs and not her. Maybe this is supposed to be a symbol of something. Mm, maybe I don't know. Again, here I am. Reaching. <laughs> we're reaching. reaching we're trying. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we're trying. So, so yeah, they ask her to run it back again. And of course she's crying because she's exhausted. Her feet mm-hmm. are like tore the fuck Ble- up. Like ballet bleeding. Ballet like point shoe bleeding. Yeah. Her inner thigh is bleeding from whatever yeah. cuts, mysterious cuts there were. Um, and she's a mess. She starts calling mm-hmm. for her mom. Her mom. So there's like a little delusion there as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is the moment where she cries into Destiny's bosom. Um, and then we see her kind of like wipe away her tears and tell everyone she's fine and like, you Mm -hmm. know, she can do it and she's clearly not fine. And Nikki ultimately calls, calls it and is like, we have to wrap the day and like, I promise you we'll come back tomorrow, but like, it's not looking good. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, the Vanity Fair woman is here. She's like seeing all of this. I'm like, cause Vanity Fair gets the tea. They get the tea, yo. I was like, I want to read this profile. This, I know. this fictional exactly. bitch. How the hell? <laughs> what is More this about to be? The Vanity Fair profile <laughs> of the fictional character the fictional than the ca- show. Yeah. About the fictional character. Truly. God. Oh my God. Nuts. <sighs> um, so yeah, so they're walking her out, uh, Leia and uh Troy, whoever uh-huh. his character is, they're walking around, uh-huh. and um, we see Nikki uh, call in Diane, mm-hmm. the dancer, and is telling the Vanity Fair lady, like, you know, her story just got bigger, or you know, yeah. your your story just got bigger. Right. So I don't know what Nikki's trying to do with Diane, or what's going to happen mm-hmm. later in the season. Whatever, I don't care. Yeah. So anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody tell me about it because I don't care enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So back home at Jocelyn's house, we see her crying to Haim, who 
kind of plays this like father figure. He's like the one older male character in the show that kind of like right. is quote unquote looking out for her. Mm-hmm. Where she kind of like is vulnerable with him, almost like a father. Mm-hmm. We don't know anything about mm-hmm. her father or what's going on with that, but he plays that yeah. role. Um, mm-hmm. And she's like crying to him not to give up on her. And um, we learned that Nikki scrapped the whole video. So it's not looking good for Jocelyn. <laughs> nope. You have a boss, Jocelyn. You don't just have this Tedros man to text. You have a boss who mm-hmm. follows you around. Mm-hmm. Like crazy. Woo. Yeah. We do randomly cut to this very, very odd scene at Tedros's club. Oh so, my God. <laughs> it was I quick. You might have missed it, but it was bizarre. Can't. Hopefully you did. <laughs> So basically, it's all these girls laying around everywhere, and it's mm-hmm. his name is Isaac, the black guy from the club, like mm-hmm. body rolling, and then getting yeah. like zapped by Tedros. Electro shock therapy. Yeah. From Tedros. Rat tail over here. <laughs> broke rat tail. <laughs> broke, yes, a broke rat tail. I wish a nigga would. I wish a nigga would. It's just so odd. Tedros is saying, oh like, he literally says to him, you're not a human, Isaac. You're, you're a fucking a star. star. And, yeah, just this weird kind of... Now we're kind of setting up the cult aspect of it. Like, there's a cult happening right. where right. all these people... Who are these people surrounded by Tedros? Like, they're clearly mm-hmm. under his spell of some sort. So I think that's what they're trying mm-hmm. to set up here. Mm-hmm. Odd. Very strange. Um mm-hmm. Later, we see Diane, the dancer, mm-hmm. at the club, talking mm-hmm. to Tedros and Tedros. saying to him, like, oh, well, is Jocelyn a better fuck than me? Like, you didn't tell me this was a whole setup. Oh, my God. Nikki. This is Jenny from Blackpink. Yeah, they that got her dropping the, F- the F-bomb, girl. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. So talking like this? Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Oh, Jenny. Okay. And she's like, you know, you didn't tell me it was a setup. And, you know, Nikki, Nikki wants to sign me now to the label. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And he says to her, I can finally get that return on you. Make sure Nikki on calls you. me to negotiate. Uh-huh. And my girl just showed all her cards. Yeah, just show these all the girls are dumb. All of these girls are so dumb. <laughs> shit. Jesus. No, no strategy None. whatsoever. Nikki's the only one. The, the only one. Work. Yeah. That's it. So clearly Tedros is like he, there's like a cult thing happening here he kind of like owns these girls there's like some trafficking feeling yes. happening trafficking but also like music management <laughs> but music management <laughs> <laughs> a little cherry on top like i don't know what kind of scheme he got going but it's it's know. bizarre i don't know uh, so anyways jocelyn invites tedros over to the house which she keeps doing she never says can i come over to the club yeah, putting that out. There. She brings him into her space. Yeah, all, all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this time he brings with him Isaac and this chick Chloe, who's like Chloe, yeah. cheery and bubbly and like kind of coked mm-hmm. out and is like uh-huh, naked, naked uh-huh. in the pool and running all over the place. And um, Isaac kind of you know saunters around the house and finds Leia mm-hmm. and asks her to dance. And he's like just as creepy as Tedros. Like they're both oh, creeps, man. both of these guys. How did you, you showed up with this girl who is clearly on a cocktail of mm-hmm. things that are not liquor mm-hmm. and who got naked for no reason. She seemed like she was in captivity. 
She was like, yeah. oh my God, I can swim in the pool. Like, yeah, yeah. The girl is LA. There's pools yeah. everywhere. What do you <laughs> yeah. mean you can swim in the pool? What are you talking it about? Did. Like, yeah. It seemed like she was in captivity. And mm-hmm. then you got this nigga who's fucking a girl who can't say that somebody's black. Yeah, I don't know. Girl. And then you got this guy who just owns a club. Yeah. I was like, why is this pop star fucking a girl, a guy who just owns a club? Owns this would never club. happen. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say it wouldn't never happen. Britney Spears was with her backup dancer. We've seen. That was bad. We've seen these that pop stars kind of hang on to any old body. No. <laughs> Pull somebody up from the, you know, project. Yeah. Yes. You know, maybe. Yes. You know, as women, sometimes we like a project. We like That's a project. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but this just seems, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just kind of strange. Yeah. Even, yeah, whole even Leia, who's kind of maybe one of the more, she's supposed to be smarter at least than what's her she's face. She's supposed to supposed be. Supposed to be. She's literally there because she's supposed to be smarter than Jocelyn. Right. To make sure that she keeps alive. Right. And she calls Tedros creepy and rapey. And yet this guy, Isaac, also is creepy and rapey. And she doesn't see that. So. No. She's just like, oh my God, penis. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Let's do it. So they all are taking shots and partying, and there's like more people mm-hmm. over, and yeah, yeah, there's more people coming, there's tons of people there. Yeah. Um, and you see, or no, we hear the weekends singing. So he's the soundtrack to the episode. Of course he is. Of course, my man's not missing out on that check. Oh, no. that's fucking right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, we see Leah doing coke. It's Presumably for her first time. So now she's just out here. Just with everyone. Just <laughs> no brains. No brains just like everybody else. Whatever. Um, and yeah, we see her making out with Isaac. And then she kind of stops and mm-hmm. is like, how do you know Tedros? And mm-hmm. the story he gives is he used to sing at a church. And his parents are pastors. and Both of them. Both parents are pastors. And Tedros came into... Came into the church that day, and there was something God. He was very godly. Sam Levinson does not know a single black person, <laughs> not one in real life. I think he knows Zendaya. I would say that is it because the way he did Malcolm and Marie, that, he, that those are not two black people. He directed that, that Malcolm was, and Marie. I, I think that was him. Yeah, oh, really? I'm pretty sure that was him. I yeah. Mm. Yeah, uh, I fell asleep out of self-defense. It was terrible. <laughs> and it was supposed to be uh, Zendaya and John David Washington like mm-hmm. fighting the whole time and this yeah. whole relationship thing. And it was ridiculous. Black people don't act this way. Mm. And even in Euphoria, Zendaya's mom, I'm like, who's, mom, who's black mama acting like this? Mm. No mm. this? <laughs> and then even now, this man is supposed to have two Praying black parents mm-hmm. and just <laughs> fell into the spell of the weekend. Fell into the spell of this. He's supposed man to be a, a double PK, and he right. fell into this. Like, oh my god, this sex cult with the weekend. This is ridiculous. Yeah, this is not crazy. black people's story. No, black people don't do this. It, we like, literally do not. Like, literally. <laughs> I've watched many a cult documentary. A cult documentary. Yeah, there's usually. A, maybe one or two black people in the room in the cult. Yes. Yeah. Um. This is not. It just seemed very unbelievable. This black man is like part of this cult and like running this shit with him. Like what? Right. I don't know. Just I feel like the parents would be in the cult with him. That's the only way. The only that black way. Black people would be in a cult. The whole family's <laughs> in it. <laughs> no other way. 
We don't do separate. We don't do this. We just no. don't. We don't really do this. I, no, yeah. he doesn't know anybody black. Damn. Yeah, I, I I agree. Like the the casting of Isaac being a black man easily could have just been a white guy, and I would have believed it. More. Yes, yes, <laughs> it, yes. Yeah. You know? Yep. It just seems yep. odd that that mm-hmm. that casting choice was made anyways mm-hmm. um so yeah he's talking about how you know tedros is he's very godly and you know he heard mm-hmm. me sing and the next thing i know he signed me to his management <laughs> and he changed my life and transformed me and leah's like what so now this is the first time she's hearing that he has like a management company or some shit like right yeah yeah, yeah. now we got a club and a management company <laughs> like what? And now he's like sourcing churches, like now yeah, to find yeah. talent, like <laughs> to find yeah. He's also the talent manager too. Like. Yeah, it's so strange. So Tedros, meanwhile, is like sinking his claws into Jocelyn. Yes, and yeah. she's like, "I'm such a mess. I'm such a mess." And he's, you know, mm-hmm. "You're everything. You're everything." And mm-hmm. again, just like a lazy, cheap writing with lazy. I. Uh, I said to myself, this person is supposed to be a master manipulator and he's just a nigga with an ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's not even writing on his part to make him seem smart. Seem he smarter. doesn't seem like he's very deep. No, no. And just even having Jocelyn just like, son- like just saying simple things like, I'm a mess. Like, I'm such a mess. Yeah. Like, right. what else? I don't know. It just seems so <laughs> just flat. That's the, yeah, and everything she says, it's like it's teed up for him to say something back that's just like very easily manipulative, like right. You know, right. I'm I'm a mess. Yeah. Well, you're everything. You're you know, you're a star. It's yeah, like, right. This is the right. script. This is this yeah. is it. HBO. <laughs> that's Girl, it. we need to get to writing. We need to we get need to get to writing. I'm gonna write this scene better. What is right. this? <laughs> this is wild. Yeah. Oh my god. <sighs> So they're making out and then she tells him to go to the robe or go to the closet yeah, to get her get robe, robe. Uh-huh. and tie it around me so you can fuck me till I black out. This is coming uh-huh. out of her mouth. Okay. Uh-huh. Yes. This is the consent that we're so longing for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So he returns with a blindfold and then. Meanwhile, that girl Chloe, she's watching too. This girl yes, Chloe. Yes, Chloe is I in was the cut. really hoping Chloe had a knife behind her or something. Something interesting was going to happen. <laughs> something. Kill off she the main character immediately. Going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, and Chloe was singing too. They had a sing along situation mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. And also, you know what also gets me about this? Real quick, mm-hmm. real quick, real fast. Mm-hmm. How on earth? Did these people join this music management strip club DJ cult, cult? <laughs> while there is social media out right now? Miss mm. Chloe, if you are willing to get naked in somebody's random house, you will have an OnlyFans. Why aren't you singing? That's on what I'm OnlyFans? saying. That's what, what I'm saying. Like this, this is 2023. Seem, they need, just, they need to put a timestamp like this was 2008 yes, or something. Yes, if this is supposed yes. to be 2023. I'm hard pressed to believe that these chicks are out here just no naked for free in this ma- this Hollywood sleazy high level man's club. Hollywood is the city of hustling ass people. Yes, every right. girl who wants to get yes. naked is on OnlyFans, OnlyFans. getting her coin. 
fine. So yes. it just doesn't, yes. just these characters don't make sense. <laughs> like, they don't make any sense for the timeline. Even for the Isaac, time. my brother, you could be on the gospel circuit killing it with that blonde hair looking like Cisco. <laughs> killing yes, it. Yeah. Why aren't you? That doesn't make any sense to me. It's not making sense. I don't know. Mm. So anyways, yeah, they have a, another just a high-key problematic sex scene. He returns with a blindfold and then it's kind of like ordering her and directing her to do things almost yep. like she's in a porno and very. is saying these like very obscene things that I will not repeat. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was very personal. I felt mm -hmm. like I was in two people's personal mm -hmm. shit that mm -hmm. I should not have been watching. Right, yeah. right. Um, but this was written in a script that somebody wrote and shot and aired it on HBO. Um, mm -hmm. and yeah, we just see Jocelyn kind of like blindfolded doing all these like obscene things that he's mm -hmm. telling her to mm -hmm. do on mm -hmm. the bed. Um, mm -hmm. and then we see her go down on him and just again, just felt so like obviously provocative and trying yeah. to get a rise out of the viewer and trying trying right. hard to make us feel uncomfortable and it's successful i'm uncomfortable you got it yes yeah but like what like why what's the purpose like that's the thing every single thing they're doing is a trope mm -hmm, mm -hmm. everything they're doing is a stereotype based mm -hmm. in stereotypes mm. so everything is predictable so you don't think about anything yeah. But why am I watching this? That's well, the only why, thing. Why? Yeah. Why am I watching this? And then it also makes you lose a lot of sympathy for the character Jocelyn, yeah. which makes me sad yeah. as a viewer that I don't sympathize Same. with her. Yeah. We're Same. just seeing her, whatever agency she has, she's using it to degrade herself. She is the one telling him to go get the blindfold. Right. Yeah. Right. We right. see her yeah. oftentimes unsure and lost and crying and like, yeah. So mm -hmm. kind mm -hmm. of like, you know, dazed and confused. Her mom's mm -hmm. died, you know, she died and she's now this broken woman. But the mm -hmm. only time she has agency is in these scenes with Tedros where she's telling him to like choke her. Yes. Right. And she's just saying whatever he wants to say. So she actually doesn't have any agency right. whatsoever. Yeah. She's <laughs> yeah. simply pleasing this man. Yeah. And right. why that character? Why do I need to watch that? What am I supposed to learn from this? Like, how am I as a view viewer supposed to like, feel anything for these characters like i, I just the, the purpose is lost on me and like what they're trying to yeah. do or say through yeah. the story that's around the whole story surrounds this pop idol yeah and yet mm -hmm. they've put this character in this position where you're kind of left looking at her like what the fuck am i supposed to do with this chick <laughs> yeah <laughs> what am i supposed to do with this i don't like her yeah. it, I, and it's just so everything is just so typical i mean that when they were going around her house oh you have a painting of prince and we were talking about prince prince is incredibly famous no mm -hmm. shit she has a picture of prince, prince in her house like, who else do we got even if we could pull amy winehouse out the out somewhere mm -hmm. i mean somebody who wrote something mm -hmm. a woman can we get a woman reference yeah. like oh wow yeah yeah so yeah, after the that wild sex scene, we have Tedro saying, you know, why don't we hand the label three songs? We'll knock it out in two weeks. And I think it'd be easier if I moved in, you know, for work purposes. And yeah. she says, I'd like that. Yes, I'd like that. 
So we're two episodes in and this guy has wiggled her way into her house now. This nigga's moved in. With and this naked girl Chloe and Isaac and yeah, all the rest of these people. All the rest of these people. Mm-hmm. Chloe's singing at the piano. Isaac yeah, comes singing. in singing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Isaac mm-hmm. comes in. He joins the singing. They're all singing and they're singing this song that says, that's my family. We don't like each other very much, but I'm okay with that. It breaks my mother's heart. So kind of like, kind of giving a nod to this cult, this cult family that is twisted. And Leah's the only character who's kind of on the outside watching and like she's seeing Mm -hmm. what's happening here. Mm -hmm. And we kind of end the scene with Jocelyn singing along. So presumably she's now, they're now, she's part of the family. There we go. Look at that. That was the show. (laughs) This is so embarrassing. Sam, you need to be embarrassed. Yeah. You need to be embarrassed if you put this out. Same with you the weekend. You need to be very embarrassed that this is your work. Yeah. I want to hear from like any woman who was attached to the making of this show. <laughs> like, yeah, who isn't like, um, like the woman who plays Destiny. Like, I don't blame her for playing Destiny, mm-hmm, right? Because she's mm-hmm. like taking the work where she can get it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, Women who are like, yeah, like the women at HBO. Yeah, like, not even the this. actors. Yeah, the production, yeah. any EPs yeah. on the show or editors, yeah. any any woman, period, that was yeah. involved in the making of this final product. Mm-hmm. And what, what is like, What Sam Levinson got on y'all? What he got on the <laughs> folks at HBO? Because he, he knows where the bodies are buried at this point. Right. He's making this madness. This is mm. madness. This this was madness. And it was just like maddening watching because yeah. it yeah. just felt so much like, as people would say, like the fantasy mm-hmm. or the porn of some male director's fantasy of like the pop yep. star life. Like, I just mm-hmm. feel like there was the bones were there. The potential could have been mm-hmm. there with the, the mm-hmm. setup for what the show was about. Mm-hmm. And instead we're getting like a passion project of the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah fashion porn fashion porn. porn yeah that whole last scene was basically like a porn honestly yeah yeah, yeah. for no reason <sighs> for no reason so yeah again i feel like the only thing we can learn from this show like is just the, how important it is when people talk yeah. about representation in hollywood when we're barking mm-hmm. about you know the oscar's so white or we're barking mm-hmm. about like you know supporting female directors and things like that like this show is so such quintessential example of why those arguments are so important (laughs) yep 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 yeah because if you hmm, and you saw uh if euphoria is being pushed back to 2025 i believe now oh shit the writer strike writer strike Mm. yeah yeah and think i don't know something about this man i don't know yeah Um, there's always like reports coming out from euphoria as well like should happen yeah um if if somebody pulls out and you think oh my god who's our golden child why did you not think of Issa Rae and the team over there why did you not think of melina mansukis Mm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah like why yeah we're so and to replace a female director with a male one who's going to come in and like literally change the entire script like if you're gonna replace the female director with anyone bring in another woman (laughs) like yeah to kind of continue to tell the same story with the same type of care 
But instead, they chose to go a completely different route and bring in somebody who wanted to make a completely different show. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I just think the show, I definitely don't watch it. I feel like um, for like the creepy male viewers of the show who are watching it and like loving it, because I feel like those are the only people that could love the show is like, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. like, yeah, the incels. Yeah, the incels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Fucking who's that guy, Andrew Tate? Like, that nigga's. Them niggas are pro- this yeah. is probably their show of the year, this show. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like if it's teaching anybody anything, it's teaching them, like, how. How to run a cult. How to run a cult. <laughs> how easily, like, how easily you can manipulate, like, fragile young girls whose yep. self esteems are in the gutter. Mm-hmm. Um, how to love bomb, how to tell people, yeah. um, you know, no one understands you, but me, like, like basically how to just like wiggle into women's hearts, I guess. Like, I don't know who the show Pockets is talking to besides <laughs> them. Yeah. 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 Which is a very odd audience to try to pander to, but go it ahead. Is, they will turn on you. Them niggas will turn on right. you immediately. Yeah. So I don't know why you want to garner them. I don't, yeah. I just don't understand yeah. who the audience of the show is besides those fucking freaks. So, <laughs> <laughs> happy we got to recap it and chat chat yes. about it yeah um, yeah so. and uh hopefully save some people from watching it mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and also get to talk about a scripted show which we don't do too often yes. here so yeah um yeah i appreciate the platform getting to do that guys mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and yeah i don't know anything else <laughs> nope I got all my stuff out. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Rate, review, and subscribe. Let us know what you think. If you watch the show, please please email us. uh, Oh, my God. If you're like a film and TV major right now, you're mm -hmm, young, and mm -hmm. you're like doing a project on this or something like that, email us. Yeah. Email us. Is there something we're missing? Is there anything that you... I ain't missing shit. (laughs) But you can can try to convince me, though. If you try (laughs) to, I would love to hear from people who... Mm do any type of like film analysis or whatever like is there anything that we're missing mm-hmm. in terms of mm. what sam levison is trying to accomplish with the show is this a satire are we watching it with the wrong lens yeah right yeah like, maybe yeah are we watching it with the wrong lens on and we should be you know watching it more as like a parody of hollywood because mm-hmm. i mean i could see that too but mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Yeah, email us, twoblackgirlsonerose at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know your thoughts, and we will be back next week, and probably not with the idol episodes three and four. No, <laughs> Most likely not. I will not be engaging. We'll be going something <laughs> yes. that we enjoy. That we enjoy, hopefully. yeah. But this was yes. fun. <laughs> <laughs> this was. Yes. And join the Patreon, patreon.com slash twoblackgirlsonerose. Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll be back next week. We'll be back next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.